0: Coming straight for the mouths of madness. I am one of the hoes lowdown. With me as always is Fu Hunter.
1: What's up? Getting close to Halloween,
0: bitches. Getting close to Halloween. Oh, Halloween! I Halloween. mean, Halloween. Getting close to Halloween. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, this is where I wish it was a video podcast. Oh yeah, you like just, that. That was a weird dance. <laughs> this is whatever, dude. At least well, I couldn't like dance having my face
1: turn into snakes and insects. So that's true. There you go. It's a little, I mean, it's we're we're in September it's it's getting close i mean that's I, I always say september 1st you can start putting up your shit outside yep. and everything decorating yep. start watching shit it's a little hard right now because it is like fucking 98 degrees so beginning of september is like ah oh, bitch no nah, not yet but i'm still gonna put uh, shit up i don't care if i'm sweating my ass off doing it i will put my shit up virginia yep god damn it look that means in like a week and a half it'll be cold as fuck and you just throw your yes. sweatshirt on yeah yes please yeah all that
0: yeah I'm a cold nature person. I always... I was, bro- I was born and raised up north. I fucking like cold weather. Okay?
1: I'm <laughs> not made for the shit. Oh, the fun game every year is there's always the state fair, the very end of September, early October. Yeah, we don't get this year. Which we don't get this year. No. Besides the people watching, it's also a guessing game. Because I've gone to some state fairs at the end of September, and it's hot as fuck, and you're sweating your balls off. Mm. And I have other ones where you're fucking sweatshirt and you're like fuck i should have brought this and that and my fucking head's freezing it just it goes i don't away. think there's been a couple my
0: wardrobe has ever changed for that. really well, i yeah. dude i'm i'm pretty shorts and a sweatshirt if dude, needed shorts and a hoodie that's, <laughs> yeah exactly that's, i wear yeah. that you, you know i remember one time we went to a movie and you didn't notice it going in but when we were coming out and uh we were all just chilling talking about the movie after after we watched it and uh you had looked at me you're like man you're not cold it was like Mid 40s, but I still had just a hoodie and it was shorts. Cold as
1: I remember being, cold as fuck, man. I was just like, more power to you, man. Dude, I'm telling you,
0: until <laughs> until it hits that low 40, upper 30 mark, I'm I'm in shorts, bro. Yeah. Now a windy day will change that in that low 10. Like, so if it's like mid 40s but windy, then I might put on some pants. That's true. But, I'll give, I'll give you that. But hey, and I know we're strictly hard, but I'm I'm sure we have listeners that are just as stoked as we are too about this. But you know what else this means? You know it starts up full season in two weeks. Pumpkin spite? Oh what? No what? Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Continue. Uh, so, for two weeks when we're recording this, which you'll hear, I don't know, it, the, the season will have already started when you hear this. We're talking about fucking football. Oh. Mother fucking football. I, I think
1: we're going to isolate a large I amount. don't give a fuck. I don't either, but. God damn it. I love fucking football. So we'll have to do a GUI football one. We'll have like five listeners. Exactly. <laughs> I, doubt uh, I, I doubt that. I I doubt that.
0: I seriously think that we've got listeners that like football. And there is uh,
1: there are some. Yes.
0: Yeah. There there are some. And uh, all right. I am right. also stoked. Yes. I am because oh, something something. <laughs> something Jesus fucking too. So, uh So we're not going to keep rambling. We we actually have a point tonight. So tonight on the chopping block, we are going to be discussing 2011's the thing. Now, this was directed by, I, I'm i going to use his abbreviation, MVH, because I don't know how the fuck to pronounce his now name. I
1: think each of us should try to say his name. Should we
0: do that? What's your interpretation of his name, according to IMDb? <clears throat> according to IMDb, this was directed by Mathias Van
1: Helsingin Jr. <laughs> no, you said it all wrong. It's Mathias Van Hanjunjan Jr. Oh, we're okay. both Are we going to ra- get fuck for racial appropriation <laughs> on that? <laughs> I don't Christ. know. I, I don't it's even know. terrible. What la- like, where he's from? But I have no idea. Let's Hold just on. say, let's, as let's, let's we look at where he's from. Up the director, we rise. Both of us have no fucking. idea We need something to break down how to say his actual name.
0: Oh, he's got a terrible movie career. He's got this Red Rain and Amsterdam'd in right. 1988. Mm. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Okay whatever anyway so the movie was set up as a prequel to john carpenter's in my opinion magnum opus of filming like if you look at all the carpenter films everything that went into the thing it's it's literally his like his masterpiece
1: i was it's his passion like you know he, he you watch the first halloween and what's the movie the kids are watching uh, that's a, the thing from outer space yeah yeah you, this no, was uh, his what was that uh
0: uh it wasn't. A th- it wasn't a thing about space. It was like. Uh, Not a th- it was a thing. Was it? No, there's like a different name for
1: it. Uh, it's uh, fuck me. All right, continue. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm just saying that was a passion project. He put everything into it. It's. I mean, it is. It's. It, again, I think it says top top movie. It sadly it didn't do well at the box office. It's <laughs> no. weird that we're even talking about that. Universal said, "All right, well, let's put money into a movie." I don't know how many years after the original came out. You know, because we had actually debated. This is probably our oldest movie so far we've put on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. But we talked about doing this as a killer filler, but because it's a prequel, it's not a straight yeah, up remake. It, it, it doesn't count. It kind of fits more on the chopping block. So
0: it is the John Carpenter's film that came out in eighty two is a remake of the Thing from Another World. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, based off of the novella Who Goes There, written by John W. Campbell Jr. and it was that came out in nineteen thirty eight. That's what I was thinking of. I, I was just, combining the thing from Another World and then Who Goes There, and I was thinking of a different title.
1: I was just thinking about when the kids watching the TV, the things like opening credits on the black and white on the yeah. TV. Is he pretty much used that? Oh as yeah. Well, opening.
0: they and they did that too uh, for this yeah movie. Um, so <laughs> oh man, <laughs> all right. So so uh, let's um, yeah. Anybody who's listening for a long time knows Carpenter's my dude. Like when it comes to horror director, horror. Ah, uh, composers. He is my man for both. Like he fills, he fills my musical lust and horror scores as well as my just horror movie. Uh, he meets all the beats for me, and I'm glad it wasn't a remake, right? Because right. that would have been a whole other thing. But they played off of scenes
1: from his film to make this prequel, right? Sort of. I mean, it's like the connecting block. There are things where. He has specific, this film has specific things happen that you then discover in Carpenter's thing. The body that's burned up with the two faces, like, you know, getting pulled apart, the axe on the wall, just, there's a lot of stuff that this director- The giant block of ice. Yeah, the giant block of ice. So there's a lot that they made sure to have in this that connects to, goes right, I mean, literally the end credits of this prequel- is them hopping in a helicopter, chasing the fucking dog mm-hmm. that we open Carpenters with. There's the dog, the, hop, the helicopter, and them, unfortunately, have a language problem warning them of the dog before they one kills himself and the other one gets shot in the fucking head. Which, all
0: right, so, okay. So that actually brings up a good point is they had to leave only the straight Norwegians because, <laughs> because... to line up with Carpenters, the, the people that were left from this movie right. couldn't have any... Uh, you know, interpretation of English. They couldn't. They couldn't know any English, right? Because then it wouldn't have made sense signing right. up to carpenters. So, the guy who came to rescue to check out the whatever post that was Outpost Thirty One is from carpenters. A thing. I forget what outpost that was. from yeah. the prequel the Norwegians were at. But there was that one gunner left who came out of the shed at the end of this movie, and we know throughout the entire movie. So it wasn't a surprise that like he only was spoken to and spoke Norwegian. Yep, which that was some continuity that i'm i am glad they kept up because if there was a scene any point where he let it know that he understood english and then they tried to tie it into carpenters where they couldn't fucking understand each other i'd have
1: been fucking pissed oh the first time i watched this i was definitely looking out for any fuck-ups that's the one thing i will say and that i impressed me is that they connected everything more than i thought they were gonna they were going to try to and there's no slip-ups really where you go hold on a second you know because i thought for a second they're not going to show the dude kill himself and then you know they later on discovers him with his wrist slit with the blood dried up and shit like that they they
0: did they did they did do everything and i actually with uh re-watching it i forgot that they included him in it you know what i'm saying like i forgot that that was something they added to because you're right that's another thing. Like, I rem- I, the biggest one I remember that they kept up with the continuity was the block of ice, the room, the way the room looked, where the block of ice was, and the axe in the wall. Yeah. I forgot how smoothly they added the axe in the wall. Yeah. Like, that one, I felt like, was the smoothest a- addition to making it tie in, because it literally, it's like, they're just, they're looking, and you know the arm had gotten broken away and was running around somewhere, and like, little little weird tentacle fucking crab thing, <laughs> or lobster thing, bleh. And um, then all of a sudden, you see it climb the wall, and he just kills it and cuts it in half. And yep. I'm like, and then without the with like without them panning out, I'm like, oh fuck, okay, yeah, that's the axe in the wall because I just know carpenters thing
1: panel for panel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? If you're a fan and of carpenters, that that's why I really parts of this I enjoyed. Now, now I mean, like, I I, I, we, like, I so let's let's uh, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Let's go. Well, it's on the chopping block, so we we can.
0: We can delve into some more. To let let listeners and people may have not seen this either, which yeah, uh, because they might have just been holding off because they say, nah, fuck this, yada yada. Which it's got
1: a really. I went into it with that attitude. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: The first time, the second time. So mind you, I'm coming off only the second time watching this since I saw it in theaters the first time it was released. So there has been a nine year gap
1: <laughs> in me
0: watching watching this movie. But I forgot how how like packed the cast was. Mm-hmm. I mean, now at the time. These were not; these actors have gone on to do a lot in the last nine years. So at the time this movie came out, they weren't really like people; they weren't names that you knew. Like Mary Elizabeth Winstead
1: has done so much. She's honestly, then. she keeps hitting my list, man. I mean, oh, you just, Ber, Birds of Prey hit your list. Well, I was gonna say Scott Pilgrim. No, but Bill's, Birds of Prey hit your list. I haven't seen it, so well, Scott that can't Pilgrim count that. came out before this, didn't it? Um, Wasn't like twenty nine, two two thousand ten? I thought when Scott it. Pilgrim came out. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's your list, though. You should know when the fucking movie came out. Hold on. Cloverfield Lane. Mm. I mean, she's, been, she's done a bunch Season of- Season three of Fargo. Bam. You got to see her butt in that. Yeah. Sorry, that was not- I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I From on the that. butts of madness. Oh, from the butts of madness. <laughs> I like I like that booty, and she got a nice booty. But she is also a stellar actress. and she's. I mean, she's been in tons of stuff, man. I mean, uh, God. we 2010, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, oh, I forgot. She was the. She was the. <laughs> you about to say it. Uh, little. She was the daughter in Die Hard.
1: Well, in, in the sequels, Live in, for Your live Die for Hard, die and hard.
0: then uh, what's what's the other one? Uh, a Good Day to Die
1: don't, Hard. We don't talk about I'm that. I'm on vacation. Hard. Yeah, that's I'm on vacation. You make a drinking game out of how many times that <laughs> fucking. I hate. I love Live Free or Die Hard. It's such a ridiculous movie. Oh yeah, totally. It's awesome. That next one is no. just dog shit, and yeah. I wish she hadn't been in the second. That second one. Like I said, she's also hit over onto T V.
0: Like when I see her, I know I know who she is. Like and I know that I'm gonna get a great performance from her. Like I think she was great in season three of Fargo.
1: Yeah. I think she kicked ass. I mean, I I think I mean you can throw it back um for anybody that's seen this movie, but she was uh the main bad person in sky high. Yeah. And then she dipped her toes into horror right after that with I'm going to bring it up, but Final Destination 3. Yeah. You know, the roller coaster one. Yeah. Okay, so Final
0: <laughs> Destination, we're going to do an episode on that because we, we just need to, to talk about the kills because that's all that movie's worth and that's it. It's just it's, a, just, it's just
1: watching Mousetrap see yeah. like a pin drop and then next yeah. thing you know, somebody's head smashed by exactly. concrete blocks. Yeah. So,
0: but no, she, she so her being in this definitely, and her being the main character, she basically is the McCready in this film.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, and then we've got. Joel Edgerton, which, okay, he has a illustrious career. I mean, dude, he's been in so many fucking movies. Oh, man. yeah. Like, I mean, we're talking Warrior.
1: We're talking, he I mean. He was which Apes movie? Uh, the second one, was that of the remakes of the Planet of the oh, Apes Oh, uh, uh, not War. It was it War? Was
0: it War? Was it War? Is that the second or third one? Oh, man, I can't get Is it. Rise of the Planet of the Apes dawn? Dawn, dawn
1: on yeah, all dawn. right. Dawn,
0: <laughs> he was in Dawn. But he was in The Great Gatsby, with, uh, which was a great movie.
1: Um, he's, he's been in tons, tons and tons of shit. I want to throw out the dude that I was excited shit to see. Now, again, I know oh, he you, played,
0: he played the, uh,
1: the troll in the movie Will Smith, Bright. He was, under right. all that CGI, he was his partner. I'm going to throw there. He's a minor actor, but obviously I know you didn't watch Lost, but anybody that did watch Lost knows him as Mr. Echo. He was also in the Oz TV show, but, um... God damn! I can't think of the dude's name, but big, big black dude that um, was in Oz and Mr. Echo. Oh lost.
0: yeah! Uh, oh god! Hold on! Give me, give me a second here. This is another one. Adewala Akinua Agbuidge.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's. I'm that's, sorry. That's. I don't know. He was also in GI Joe. I don't know, but but he was in Oz. But yes. I just remember from Oz the little fucking hat he would wear. <laughs> you remember that shit?
0: Oh wait, no. Apparently, he plays uh killer croc in Suicide Squad. Stop. Yeah.
1: No. Oh okay. no. No. that, Absorb Stop. that. That's killer. There's too much makeup. You can't see squad. it. God damn it. Anyhow, yeah. I always I always like, I mean, and again, I know you didn't watch Lost, but him as no. Mr. Echo, he was one of those where he uh he would ask you to do something, but he was such a big motherfucker. He was pretty much telling you, so he'd be like, oh, give me the stick. And they go, Okay, okay, here's the stick. And it wasn't like anybody would question him. And I mm-hmm. love that shit. And it kind of goes into this where he... He's one of the people that survives through uh, longer than you would think.
0: Yeah. And so we'll end the cast here. And this is someone that, because at the time this hadn't come out yet when I first, because I watched this movie in theater in 2011 and I don't know if season one had dropped yet, but anyway, he wasn't in the show at that point. But we got to talk about uh, Christopher Hivju, who is Tormund in Game of Thrones I forgot he was in this movie. Oh yeah, as one of the Norwegians. Like I completely forgot he was in this movie, and it's so I didn't crazy. know who he was when I first
1: saw it. Right, it's I didn't know. A, but it's what's funny is watching him because he is so the opposite in this movie as he was in Game of Thrones. Some, if you really watch him, he's definitely still like a little
0: over the top. Very, I guess, but he's kind of a little
1: bitch a little bit in this movie. He yeah, but, but, but when they have the
0: party and he's drinking, he's tormented all the way. All right, remember? All right. I'll he's give like, you rah, that. And he's dancing and fucking. Maybe it's, it's just for awesome, the
1: way he died. The thing like fucking cross oh, it's just like it mouth raped him it was I, terrible i guess that's what it is it's, i'm like dude he deserves better than a mouth rape all right like
0: honor him please so yeah we got we got two big actors from game of thrones properties which is which is really cool uh seeing these guys after the fact like i had seen oz prior to seeing this so i knew who because because uh, so the, the one actor that we're talking about Adewale, he he was out of bc that's, Remember, what, that's, was what, like saying, the that's what I'm saying. That's
1: what I'm saying. Little know. hat. Yeah, little hat. hat. I don't Funny know how that
0: hat stayed on his head. And then there's some other dude like Eric Christian Olsen, who I have no idea what I, I know on. him from
1: something, but not do Not another really teen movie. He oh, was the yeah. obnoxious uh dude from that. And then he was he's been in a bunch of sitcoms shit, so mm-hmm. he plays a surfer dude most of the time, which was also kind of weird. Because I'd seen him in, like, Community and a couple of different shows like that. And so when he shows up in this, he's supposed to be this, like, serious scientist. And I'm like, aren't you, like, the hacky sack surfer dude? He wasn't a serious scientist. But he tried to be. But that's what I'm saying. That's the one casting thing that kind of threw me off. He's like, we've got a discovery. And I'm like, what? Like, a new way to do hacky sack? I don't understand (laughs) what you mean. No, he was, he, he was the, and he was a bitch,
0: too. Yeah, he, was. he didn't even back Mary Elizabeth Winston's character. He was just a bitch. Remember, yeah. like what he saw it too, where the cell was taking over the other cell, and he's like, I don't know what I saw. Bitch.
1: you yeah. saw it. Yeah. Now he was a lap the dog fucking, for the for the main bad guy. Fucking gross to the nuts.
0: I'm just saying. You got him. Use him. Mm-hmm. How about that? Anyway, so that's some of the cast out of the way. And uh, so it was pretty stacked. And uh, it really this movie. Followed pretty much beat for beat outside of the intro before the uh, main title, and I think that's really it. It followed beat for beat pretty much. John Carpenter's the thing.
1: Yeah, which is you can't trust no one. I mean, that's that's kind of the thing. I do appreciate where where you had the blood test and Carpenters. Obviously, you had to do something different. I like I like the fact that like it can't you know redo fillings. And that's the best thing you do. And which one of the characters is like so? Because I've got to take care of my teeth. I'm I'm fucked. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dude. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Get yeah. over there. Get over there. But I do I do really love how she discovered, That's how she discovers. It is there's shower blood all over the shower, and just fillings. the only thing left is fillings.
0: I thought that was pretty cool. Well, she originally discovered it because when it first broke out, they went underneath that. It broke outside, and it took uh, one of the Norwegians out, and his he had a uh, rod in his arm. Yeah, she broke his arm. That's right. That's when she first sees it after the uh, autopsy they did on the charred corpse. Okay, so my initial issue with this movie <laughs> going forward uh, when I first saw it was the lack of practical effects in it. Now, it does have some, like the charred scene where they're doing the autopsy, which was non-mobile. It was just this giant practical effect. Yeah. Looked awesome. But when the thing was
1: being the thing... There's uh, there's CGI all over it and I I will give you that. This is I feel like my as much as I have complained about CGI, this movie, I guess for some reason, I get I thought the acting was really good. I thought the plot, very much as reminiscent of Carpenter's One, fought along the same beats of the not trusting people and back and forth. I really enjoyed it. Yes, the downfall is the bad CGI. But I'm willing this one time to make an exception because A, they do use some practical effects in it. Okay. hmm And it's almost like you're still following the theme of don't trust anybody. The showing part of the thing is where you lose it in this movie. But Which I'm is willing a huge to do de- part. It is. It is. But I still enjoy I, I enjoy I think it's one of those movies I expect going into it to fucking hate it. And it, it had so much going right for it that I was willing to make that one exception that I usually never make when, yes, because the thing would not move that fast, and yes, the transformations were like, I'm a normal person, I'm the thing. It was not the way Carpenter had it where all of a sudden the person starts shaking and you start seeing shit come out of them. This was like they sneeze and all of a sudden they're a fucking creature. Yes, that gives me headaches.
0: And you're completely negating the ending of the thing where it was a giant, like, Awesome crescendo of the thing in the remember when before McCready blows it up right. Remember, there's this amazing like practical effects spectacle. <laughs> yeah, at the end of this movie and like I said, we're not comparing them as uh you know because it's not a remake. What we're saying There's I mean, there's no way there's, there's no, no way rank
1: to, anywhere. Yeah, I think it's a decent companion piece, and that's the best way I'll put it. Is that I can get away with watching this immediately popping in Carpenter's The Thing and not going, which one's the better one or which one, just knowing this is much, much weaker but has beats in it that I enjoy that gets me excited to go into Carpenter's Movie. This is like a good, to me, this is a decent appetizer before the the big, but, awesome but, entree. Okay, so there you, all right, there you go. That's the way
0: I want to kind of flow with this. Do you really need an appetizer before you hop into Carpenter's The Thing? <laughs> I mean, honestly, do you really need? Not always. No, no, hold no. on. Do you need something to get you ramped up and anticipated for Carpenter's thing? Because
1: I don't. Not usually, but there's some times where if it's I want to do a double feature, this this is a decent double feature that's not killing my brain. All right. How about if you're gonna do a double feature, you do like Event Horizon
0: and the Thing, <laughs> or something like. You don't need to do a sh- like a shitty prequel and the Thing. But again, I don't find it as a shitty prequel. I feel like you find ways to justify it in your mind so it's not shitty. Right. That's all I'm hearing, because everything you're saying <laughs> is like trying to find a reason to
1: justify watching this film. No, I enjoy the shit of it. I own it. Like I said, I don't do it every time, but every once in a while, I like to double feature it, watch this, and then watch that. I think, honestly, and it might be, I, I, the main actress in it, I think she does a kick-ass job. No, and, she does. She is great. And again, it's weird, because most of the time, I tear into fucking special effects, I know the special effects of this are shitty. There's just enough else there that make me, gets me excited. And it's almost like gets me excited to go into watching good practical effects with I mean, Carpenters. You, just, you could
0: just watch good practical effects. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, so going into it this time, I was, I like put aside my initial hatred for the film because it was, it was like, it was, it was nine years old. Like I just watched it again like a week ago before recording this for the second time. So there was a there was like a long, and I wasn't sure if what I thought about the film was still accurate, right? Because I hadn't seen it in forever. Right. And what I got from this was, A, the only thing I wanted, and this is, I suffered through half the movie feeling this, was to watch The Thing, <laughs> okay? All right. And I can, I can remember if I went numerical or alphabetical, but B, or two, <laughs> was this movie- is 100% pointless. There is nah. no reason for this movie. So I am all for prequels that add something, but this prequel, if you go back and watch Carpenter's The Thing, they go to the outpost. You see the destruction. You find the two-headed creature. You see the block of ice. Right. Those are the only important things that come from that that is needed to move forward with John Carpenter's The Thing. They already found the spaceship. You don't need... All the filler that came in that movie. You don't. To tell the story, if you're honest with yourself, you don't need that to tell the story. I don't give a fuck if you like it. I'm talking about be honest. You don't need is any it, of that. Is it a
1: necessary movie? Is no. There? No. So and it's a I, waste of two hours of my life to watch something that's not necessary. I wouldn't say it's a it's waste. It's not necessary. Again, I, I think it's an appetizer for the entree. Yeah, I think but it's... That's
0: an opinion on the entree. That's uh, What I'm saying is, for the story, it is completely
1: unnecessary. Considering what I've seen... Other directors and other people do with Carpenter properties. Yeah, we're not we're not talking about that. We're talking if, about the thing. If they, I know, but if they had made this a straight remake, then yeah, I probably never watch it no, ever again. I'm
0: just I'm not I'm not comparing it to remake. I'm talking about as a movie if it should have been made or not. This is a useless movie. Everything that you needed for explaining what happened to the Norwegians happened. They, he gave you tons of it in the thing because I went back and we watched the thing too. <laughs> you of think course, I didn't do that?
1: Of course, you had, you
0: yeah. You have to do that. I man. have to do that. So they they tell you everything they, they show you everything. You don't need to see the filler in between because then it's the same shit that happened in the thing right. that's happening in another movie with way worse effects. You're just like hurting yourself at that point. But I think the same quality of acting.
1: No with, okay with I'm the sorry. exception
0: of Surfer dude. we'll, we'll say surfer know. dude. I never I I, I said right out the gate the acting was great right Outside of the acting. Even though they're act, even though they're great actors, the movie
1: was pointless. I'll put it like this: you didn't need that. I'll put it like this: this almost come off, comes off as a fan film, except instead of really shitty, low budget special effects, they threw in that. I mean, dude, Universal making this movie is kind of crazy because again, Carpenter's thing bombed at the box office. So oh, yeah, it didn't get big until the, until. I, I later feel like on the and... only way this got made because I don't see them going, oh, this is gonna make a shitload of money cult movies sometimes will do that will have sequels that'll do well mm-hmm. but I feel like this was just because again it's it comes off as a fan film. It comes off as someone going, Yes, we don't need to see what happened to the Norwegians, but what if we did? No and And using all the clues that Carpenter had in his movie and say, Okay, let's bring the giant block of ice and show the creature escaping out of it. Let's show the the two the the thing grabbing two guys and melding them together and then getting blowtorch. So it's again Is it necessary? No. But I look at it as more of a a fan appreciation. Again, uh, the director didn't do anything else, so I think it had to be somebody else (laughs) connected with the project, and they just said, dude, you owe me a favor. But I didn't think he fucked it up. I thought the casting was good. Again, I would have loved. And you know what? Again, who knows? Maybe they were trying to push for practical effects, and the studio said, we're giving you money. We're not giving you. Did
0: you not watch any special effects on your Blu-ray that I let right my my DVD player? What do you mean? Well, they they go into that. They go into like it actually starts as practical, like so that the, the the their their big creature is the two headed creature. Right. That actually is a mechanical dummy. Yeah. That they CGI'd over. So they they start with actual practical effects. It just looks like shit when they're and, done
1: and with that, it. And that but that's what I'm saying is though, is then but you have the scene with the guys in the helicopter. And that right there, I can't, I can't defend. Oh, that, that. looked terrible. I can't defend that. Oh god, that, that looks and so there's, bad. And there was something I was watching where they were literally comparing the scene where the in Carpenter's thing where they go to do the heart monitor, you know, the shocker pads and arms get chomped off, and then they show the scene in the prequel in the helicopter where the dude's head just opens up instantly and turns to the thing, and that's all there is to it. And yes. That there's parts that again are unforgivable. You know what I appreciate that about that a by wrong the way. Comparison by the they way. They show. Hold on. They show him split, and you know how much more we see of that? Nothing, because it pans out to the helicopter, then flying erratically, wherever like that. What well, shows? It shows, it shows as, the tentacles come out. First. I, I, yeah, but almost as if like yeah, we know we're sorry. We're just going to show you like ten sec ten <sighs> seconds of shitty CGI, and then. Outside shot of the helicopter because we yes almost saying yes we know we're sorry we're sorry
0: and then and that and see if you're if that's the mentality that you're going with then it it you should be chastised for even doing that in the first place no you know I mean I'm I'm just saying like and and that's actually a wrong comparison of transformations technically that should be transformed into Palmer. In when they're tied down doing the blood test and oh, yeah. his head splits open no, and I, takes windows. I was just watching something and they were just doing a quick shot for shot. Yeah, they and should they have, just, that, that's not, like I'm talking about the YouTuber who did that, that's not the proper shot for shot. That, that's the only head splitting scene you get in the prequel and well, it should compare it to it was, Palmer's.
1: they were showing the most iconic scene that everybody remembers watching Carpenter's thing when it comes to practical effects and that, oh dude, Palmer's transformation was awesome I and mean, he's like you know, gyrating on the fucking bench is, and like, but yeah, dude, dude arms with the paddles
0: going to the stomach. No, that's the, that, it, is the, that leads to the head and the spider, too. Yeah. That leads to more than just one transformation. What I'm saying is with how in actual sheen for scene of transformations, yeah, that compared best to Palmer's head opening up and swallowing windows, chopping yeah. his head off. That's all I'm saying. And like
1: I said, this movie- I think we're- uh, we, we definitely- this is, I think the first uh, chopping block where- We've had a couple killer fillers we've had, different opinions, but mm-hmm. I think this is the first chopping block that- I, I i would recommend it i think it's it's a fun movie yeah you so, give exceptions to this some of the cgi I, i'm go i know i'm I'm mad at myself for even saying it but it's it, there's a few movies that i'll make to this is one of them so there's not a lot
0: moving forward uh anytime you bitches about practical effects like <laughs> god damn it you can't you i'm sorry dude you can't like i'm sorry you, all right you, you you take your card from this because it looks like ass and I'm gonna it, find some movies where just there's just the a, actors do not justify the amount of shitty CGI. It's not we just see. the
1: actors, though. I think I think the overall again fan film acting's good. I like the way of them discovering, you know, not trusting people, checking, you know, the fillings as the way of doing the blood test. There's different things in there they use. They change the blood test to checking fillings. I appreciate so it. it's a whole other thing.
0: Yeah, again, it's just regurgitated the thing.
1: Yeah, it's just regurgitated. So if it's just regurgitated, which are our fan films, yeah, we don't need, right? What I'm saying it's a useless but film. How many things do we watch that are just re- beats of the same thing? I mean, do we praise it? We praise, you know, the, and it made so many different changes, though. No, that's that doesn't that doesn't count. The right. it
0: movies made actual changes, but what does? Hold on, hard changes, what not like light changes.
1: What does it have that um, the TV movie did not have? What CGI does it have CGI?
0: That is true. Huh? They did do a lot of CGI. Uh, uh, but it looks good.
1: Right. This it, doesn't
0: look good. I, None of it okay. looks good.
1: Not everything in that looks good. We I think we brought it up. There's a few things. Few. Yeah. That's in part two, though. <laughs> <laughs> that is in part two. I yeah. just want to throw it out there, but because the story is so strong, because of the acting... Of pen, the uh, the story is not, not that strong him. here. The acting
0: is good, but that doesn't mean the story is right. strong.
1: And I'm not saying we're on a level of it. No, but, no. But the, act, the story in this is
0: just... It's all right. They, what they tried to do, or what no, what they did better down the road was they did Rogue One, where they took a movie scroll and uh, they t- and made a awesome fucking war movie oh, out dude, of I, it. What? You, okay, I, you're yeah, you're not gonna you're no. not gonna have me
1: compare this to Rogue One. No, no, no. no I'm way, just saying dude.
0: like, but what the thing did was took beats that Carpenter left, which was a perfectly explain perfect explanation for what happened at the Norwegian outpost, where the dog came to them, why they were chasing the dog, all that shit was explain- was explained in like. Under five minutes worth of shots, okay. I will never again waste two hours watching something that is not necessary to tell the story of the far superior movie that is John Carpenter's 1982 film, The Thing. I
1: just, I thought you, I, I thought you liked the Carpenter movie, and I, I thought you'd appreciate. I love it. the Carpenter movie. I just thought you'd this appreciate.
0: This was a waste of my time. Goddamn. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It was completely non-necessary, and all it did was make me want to watch Carpenter. So if you ah. don't like Carpenter's movie enough to just watch it on its own, and you need help, okay, maybe because you're old, and like just like you need Viagra, you need this movie to help you watch the thing, maybe that's the difference. I don't know.
1: Nah, so I think I... I don't know. I guess I'm not holding it to such a hierarchy, and like because, again, it's not a remake that makes me... But it feels I, like a remake. It's not a remake, but it feels it, like a remake. I will give you some parts of it, but man, I've seen I've seen other attempts at Carpenter remakes, and we'll get into they're that actually, down the road. They're
0: actual remakes. I'm saying this movie is penned as a prequel, and all it feels like is a B-rated dumpster. Like so, it, it, all right, so it, it feels
1: like a prom night dumpster baby of a remake. God damn, penned as a prequel, okay. All right, so you say you had zero enjoyment watching this, that it, it just And I tried. I, I will never watch else. it again. I'm, I oh. mean, I'm done. I watched it twice, went into
0: it completely thinking, well, it's been nine years. I mean, like, okay, I was and I was younger. That's almost a decade, right? I mean, there's a lot of things changed. I literally was just like, all right, I'm going to watch it, and had no, no preconceptions of it. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, all right, that's cheap. And then that's why I'm saying now they literally just base it off of little things that Carpenter left that already told the story. Somebody just wanted to fucking market off of that and make a movie that was completely pointless.
1: All right, let me ask you this hmm. Would you watch a prequel to They Live if it went into them taking over society? No. Okay. No, See, I wouldn't. I'd give it a chance. So I guess why? that's where.
0: Why? Why, when you have the whole story in one movie, why do you need a prequel? Answer that. Tell me why.
1: Just for shits and giggles. Just to have some fun, man. And that's and that's pointless to me.
0: <laughs> like with a movie that has a strong commentary, is especially you bring it in they live, the commentary that's in there, I don't need anything else. Alright,
1: I'll throw this other Commentary's one.
0: Commentary's already strong. A sequel
1: to the thing. A sequel? A sequel.
0: There's nothing to have a sequel on. when someone else is gonna come rescue it'd be the same fucking thing all
1: over again. And there was a script, and again, it never got made. I know it went on sci fi, and I don't know Thankfully if you... it didn't get made.
0: It sounded like it would have been fun. It's I was just I think it's just gonna cheapen. The original, <laughs> just like this prequel did, It just cheapened it. I'm sorry, it did. Like, I, I mean, I don't really. I'm and like I feel like I'm, I'm arguing, but I'm really not arguing. Like I'm state I feel like me, I'm stating facts. It, it cheapened Carpenter's the thing. I feel like anybody who likes it is strictly a personal opinion, not a factual, not a factual
1: synopsis of the film. Man, all right, well, I'll still watch it. It's in yeah. my collection. It's one of those. I won't tell people you need to watch this over stuff. But again, you tell me you
0: need to watch it. You just said you, you should they should watch it. They you watch said it.
1: That. But <laughs> I will say this of the proper carpenter properties that people have and re envisioned. Yeah, let's not right, even let go, go into Rob Zombie. We've already go, talked about it. I'm just saying this goes down uh, a little bit easier. I'm willing to and I I I find it a fun double feature. I'll put it there. You're obviously watching the far superior one in the second half of that double feature. Yeah. But I enjoy stuff with this enough to watch it. Like I said, you could just pin it with another sci-fi monster horror movie that
0: was good versus the thing prequel. All if right. you want a double feature. <laughs> Again, I'm just saying, like I said, Event Horizon, the so how do we determine? Alien. How, how do we
1: determine this with the
0: chopping block, I guess? You hated uh, I, it. I, I, I sliced it up and like fed it to my dog, and then I
1: took the dog shit and threw it in the ocean. So, I, I'm going to keep on, keep it. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll hold on to it. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, get it tattooed on my back. <laughs> but in the same instance, if someone asks me about it, I'll say, yeah, should check it out. Not going to be enthusiastic, but I'll say, yeah, sure, check it out. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so,
0: let us know your opinion on the 2011 prequel to The Thing called The Thing. That, I will
1: say that yeah. they could have come with something like oh, no, no, that. No, 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 okay. you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, gonna, no, 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 no. You're going to,
0: you know, tell people to watch it. It's fine. He's like, it, he's, he's okay with the title, folks. He, he said he they would recommend call it. should have called
1: Fillings. Yeah. <laughs> See? And it would have filled in. It's Fillings. Bam. There you go. Uh, okay. Like I said,
0: I do agree that was clever to how, how no, no, they no. changed I'm just saying if they made the title but Fillings, like, uh, then you're just
1: filling in a little bit of time before you watch the actual movie. So Anyway. So let us know what you think.
0: lowdownbrown.guy@gmail.com. Whether or not you did or did not like this film, whether or not you agree it was a complete waste of fucking time, and you can just watched on a Thing, which, you know, again, that was my personal opinion. And uh, always look check out GUIPodcast.com. We've got links to our affiliates at, through Amazon.com and our merch store, which is T Public, which we have like 34, 35 fucking designs on you can get it on every fucking thing ever i mean we're talking shirts hoodies onesies wall art notebooks like stickers whatever the fuck you want so uh yeah definitely check that out and as always until we talk to you again stay safe
1: Test.com